Hello and welcome to the Seascapes Collab podcast series. My name is Susie O'Hara and I'm a curator, educator and practice-based researcher exploring emerging models of cross-sector collaboration between art, innovation and society. I'm currently working in partnership with the Seascapes Time to Tea Shores and Seas Marine Heritage Project, Seascapes for short, which is generously funded by the National Lottery Heritage Fund and University of Sunderland. For the past three years, I've been curator and lead researcher for Seascapes Collab, a multi-year creative engagement project that aims to scaffold creative experimentation between artists, researchers, marine heritage specialists and coastal communities living along the northeast coastline. The resulting creative experiences, participatory artworks and interactive exhibitions explore how we can better connect with our world and co-develop sustainable ways to care for our marine environment through art and creativity. Today we're going to deep dive into Blue Wave, a project that uses dance to enable a sense of belonging and self-discovery between communities with lived experience of forced and economic migration and our coastlines. The aim of Blue Wave is to celebrate the rich diversity of cultures we have within our northeast communities and promote access to our marine ecology through improvised performance. Join us to hear lead artist Constance Humphreys, Bluescapes officer Sarah Campbell, General Manager for the National Trust Eric Wilton and dancer Tracy West as they share their reflections. So the Blue Wave project is all about using dance to connect the communities that we're working with with their coastlines. And um, we use dance to enable a sense of belonging and self-discovery between those communities and their coastlines. And we want to co-develop creative skills networks that celebrate diversity and deepen integration, promote access and safeguard our marine ecology. So all through improvised performance, so it's multi-pronged our our focus. And as the lead artist for Blue Wave, I've been collaborating with our partners and the embedded artists that we're working with, and then the group members themselves to lead workshop and performance delivery. My name is Constance Humphreys, and I am an interdisciplinary artist. My work involves creating immersive experiences through residencies and workshops, solo and collaborative performances in a ton of settings, including staged, site-specific, and video spaces. So the project started with a pilot project, and it was commissioned by uh, Seascapes CoLab. And that's a creative engagement project led by the University of Sunderland for Seascapes Marine Heritage Project. And our project was one of three uh, that we were commissioned to do. And it um, sort of our idea for the project emerged through dialogue and exploration and research while on the coast with the National Trust land. So we actually did a field trip, the four of us, Naomi, myself, Eric, and um, Sarah all met on the coast. We had a really good day, kind of scoping out what we wanted to create. It was 2021 we had the meeting, and we had an inspirational day 
I took the group out from Whiteley Farm and we walked along the coast and talked about the history of the coastline, the nature wells along that coastline. And then we had a a conversation around what we wanted to do to really connect people into that space. And from that initial conversation, we created Blue Wave. My name's Eric Wilton. I'm General Manager for the National Trust. I look after uh, Suter Lighthouse and the Lees, the Durham Coast, Crookhall Gardens, Gibside, Washington, Old Hall and Pentral Monument. My name's Sarah Campbell. I'm employed by the National Trust to work on the Seascapes project. So there's 23 projects in total. Mine's the activity project. So we run anything you can think of on the water, in the water, beside the water. Everything from surfing and paddleboarding to walking and yoga, cycling and obviously dance, which is where the Blue Wave project fits into this. We wanted to create this immersive experience with the coast through dance. And, and we, we all had this idea about visual journaling. And then Naomi, who's super into sustainable fashion, um, we started talking about ways we could incorporate that into the costume making. And from there, we delivered a pilot project at Roker uh, with members from Fodi and also members from Singini. We did that over nine weeks and we performed an original dance based on their experience at Roker Beach in a live performance. And the idea is we, we would work with a group and we wanted to work with a group that didn't know that the coast is for them or hadn't been or experienced the coastline and didn't know they could access the coastline. And, uh, and we wanted to inspire them as we'd been inspired on that day to connect to place. One of our core strategies is called Everyone Welcome. And there's a definite focus within the organisation to bring people into our spaces who you wouldn't normally associate with the National Trust. So there is a focus on inclusivity, on making the properties and our green and blue space more accessible, more inclusive, and trying to get a diversity of people volunteering as well and connecting with, with the space. We don't need to be telling people what they should be doing at our places. We want them to be able to come and enjoy our places in a way that they want to. And I think us just so framing what we do with uh, against culture, health and well-being, conservation, nature, that side of things, so that we, we frame our program around those three areas. And by doing that, we're able to connect with a much wider audience and we're connecting with them in their own terms and i think that's that's really important to me is you know we're not we're not just pushing you know nature 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 climate change we're still talking about those issues but we are talking about them within different spheres so it really broadens people's opportunities to connect with us and that, i think that's really exciting so for this project, we reached out to groups in Sunderland originally who were asylum seekers and refugees. We had some initial discussions about what they would like to do at the coast and we started off with some nature walks at different National Trust properties. Um, one on the County Durham coast, which is a farm as well. So that was a really beautiful, it was a really disgusting day, but it was a beautiful walk. And we invite the whole families, even though it was the women that took part in the dance project. So we had some dads in there, we had loads of kids, 
Um, the interaction with the farm animals was just really unexpected. And the stories that came out from the women and the, the men about where they used to live, and a lot of them had grown up with animals or on farms and stuff. And it had been the first time that they could kind of talk about their past and their history with their kids through an actual kind of lived experience. So that was a really unexpected part of this. Within each community, we worked with the partners to sort of get a baseline of where they and we thought we could start from. And we're very sensitive to some cultural issues around dance and dancing in public. And so all of that, as you can imagine, you just kind of don't know. So again, we start with breathing because we all breathe. That's that's something we all have in common. And also within the participant groups themselves, within each cohort, different levels of comfort with moving the body. So again, we start with this very immersive attitude. Start with breathing. Start with walking. Start with very simple techniques that connect the whole group together, actually. I'm here because I love dance, I love to move. <laughs> so always I have to move and move, that's, <laughs> that's my uh, hobby. Miluwe is like a dream <laughs> for me. I don't know what other people, but for me it's a dream because I never ever do in, in, do in my life. So it's the first time to do this project, so I do my best. So we come in and, and we you know, sort of get to know each other through movement. There's often a language barrier. We have translators sometimes and other times we don't. Um, that's cohort choice. Some, some cohorts really want a translator and some don't. So we really rely on movement and simple movement to get us started. This is a very long-winded way of saying every participant just blossoms. We use a lot of flower imagery and every single participant loves it. And I, they're, they're very free with their bodies. And, and I have been as surprised as anyone. Um, this was the first time I've worked in community practice and I really didn't know what to expect. I've been lucky enough to, as one of the embedded artists, to be working with the amazing Tracy West. And she's a very seasoned dance practitioner in the community art space. I'm Tracy West and I'm a dance practitioner, a dance artist and I also am a, a gong practitioner. So I love to weave movement and sound together. So Constance invited me to the project to deliver with the group of women on a Friday. So what was really lovely is it's been a gorgeous collaboration between myself and Constance, this project is a lovely evolution and it's brought something very new and unique. I find that anything that comes from the outside, it's like it's just so inspirational, you know, to 
to be fed. So I felt like I was being fed by Constance and, you know, being a long time in the community and working with people. We all need that. So it's great to, great to have it. In the case of the pilot, we danced on the beach every week. Um, that hasn't been the case in, in this iteration, both for cultural issues and also just space and time and, and the fact that we were delivering in the winter. But it was really important to have that connection with the National Trust land to have that be our foundational experience and that be our focus. So the delivery of the workshops have a focus on water imagery and, and flower imagery. We, we actually use a lot of imagery around sort of flowers witnessing and, and being aware of this idea of mother sea. We use this mother sea imagery. And so when we were on our coastal walk, we actually went down to the shore and, and did dancing on our first, this was the first time we'd met each other. And this is how willing people are to move. It's always the opposite. People think, oh, they won't move. They won't do it. They'll just stand there. No, we all went to the beach and I didn't know any of them. And we walked down and, and we all started moving. And, and then we took that experience back with us and we referred to it over and over again. And we, we sort of worked together to find this definition of water body and, and using that to connect with this concept of of Mother Sea as a metaphor for our marine ecology and and our connection to that. I'd say all of the women, myself included, are really connected to the land and the sea. And there's memories for us all. And with that, you know, that 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 brings peace and it brings relaxation to our everyday busy lives. So to be able to actually physically go to the beach, um, I mean, we're so lucky that we can, and probably a lot of the women do. Unfortunately, I couldn't go to that day because I was working away, but they did, and Constance led a session there. So I think that in itself, you know, the fact that everybody went as a collective is, is really lovely. For me... I feel like we go to a different place and words are are not there. Words are secondary in that space. We use our bodies to communicate and to create, to co-create something. And the participants report that they love the use of the imagery and the direct experience with the sea. They say that it's deep in their connection and that they love the dancing. You know, they, they love it. They want it and they want to keep doing it. So. I come here on every, on every Wednesday and we come here to do a dance performance. And of course we need a costume. Today we do the bundle dye, so we kind of connect to everything of nature and connect to the sea, sea wave. And afterward, we wear all the costume to dance. But everything is nature and connect to each other. And then afterward, we dance all together. I feel so touching. Yeah. 
our amazing textile artists, uh, Lee Jazang and Betty Hope, are working with the participants using sustainable bamboo silk to do sort of bundle dye, twist dye. Oh, they're so lush. When they come out, so, so that they bring the material in and they, they have the, the inks and stuff, the dyes and stuff, and we, we're doing all these sort of machinations to the bamboo silk, and we, we use rubber bands and all sorts. They've got all these techniques that we use. And so we do the color, and then we heat set them. And once they're done, we, we're using colors that are inspired by the sea, and they really do sort of look like underwater sea creature flower thingy and they're gorgeous and then i've been working with the hartley pool sewing group and some students from the northern college of art and myself to create cuffs so we're holding the scarves a lot during the performance and and i had this idea and everyone agreed that it was going to work that we would make cuffs for our wrists so that it brings some extra attention. And these are made of a lot of sourced cotton, reused cotton that we've dyed and we made cuffs out of them. And then we're embellishing the cuffs with some repurposed thrift store finds that we've made sea, sort of seaweed out of. We did that with the Northern students. And then we've crocheted a ton of sort of bling and also some fabric flowers so each one of the cuffs will be put together with those sorts of elements and it, yeah they're really pretty <laughs> the way to look after their coast or any nature is to make people fall in love with it now for some people they don't mind the cold and they'll get wrapped up and they'll go and do it whatever the weather. And that's great. And we can engage with those people. I know how to do that. But then there's other people who need to find beauty and love in it in a totally different way. And there's like a softness that Constance brought to it and an absolute beauty in what she did on the beach that I would never, ever think of. And I think through that and a diversity of perspectives and a diversity of groups, we all gain from that but ultimately the environment will gain from it because you get so much more opportunity for people to love it and look after it. When you've got people like Eric Wilton and Sarah Campbell who are really focused on the the access and the agency and the enthusiasm and the and the permission around just connecting with the seascape. And then you've got Susie, the curator, who's who's really keeping these these ideas of you know, what kind of dialogue can we have with the seascape? You know, where can we fit? What can we do? How can we think about this? Just these great questions that really fuel myself and Tracy and the other artists to, you know, to think outside of our space and toolkit to ask those same questions of the participants and see where that takes them and then let that refeed into the project each week because we do have an improvisational emergent approach. And so whatever happens, we can build on it in real time. We're experts in conservation. It's, it's fair to say we're experts in, in managing heritage assets and buildings, but we're not experts in arts 
in that first meeting we had on Durham Coast, what was really clear to me is that actually bringing that wealth of experience from an arts community point of view, it enables us to engage with a different audience and then have a conversation around nature and the coast, but it's not pushing it down people's throats, if that makes sense. It's enabling them to connect with us around the personal interests that they have, uh, and that could be like those journals, it could be poetry, it's the movement piece that's being created, but that's all inspired by by the backdrop of the coast. And I think I think it's, it's really important to realise that you can connect with people in many different ways and being able to understand that people have different interests and actually if you focus on what interests them and what they get from the space and design something with them that still enables you to talk about conservation but it's not the only driver and I think that's it just it enables us to connect with a wider audience and that's I think that's the key thing that's the important thing for us. I'm an artist I'm trained as an artist I love art and I think this approach means that you're going to get the best art out of this situation because you've got all the stakeholders coming together and bringing what they care about and what's important to them and what they're focusing on. And it, it's like making a really good stew. You know, you just have, I've never made a bad stew, not once, maybe oversalted it, but Never once have I made a bad stew. And so it's a good metaphor for this. Um, it leads to a bigger picture and also more nuanced understanding of the details that are at hand. And when you bring that many people with that much experience, the creative solutions just, just fly. You know, I don't, Tracy and I almost don't have to talk to each other because we're just on the same page. And that happened because we had a lot of conversation ahead of this project, ahead of delivery um, with all of the stakeholders and all the perspectives and skills and knowledge. It's, it's an incredibly rich group of, of people, all with an amazing resource of, of experience and, and enthusiasm and strategies. And yeah, it's been great. The next step is rather than having these isolated projects pop up here and there, we need to kind of link it up a little bit more. I think the way it should be done is through partnering with more organisations like we have done for this project to bring different groups into that space and let them feel comfortable. And I think the, the co-development, co-delivery aspect of it is really powerful because then once the project ends, people have found a niche and a way of behaving that will endure beyond the funding, beyond the project, which is ultimately what we want. We don't want the project to end and it kind of drops off a, a cliff edge. We want people then to go and use the space however they feel comfortable. So after the first dance at Roka on the beach there, we've had another couple of groups engaged. We had um, a successful Arts Council funding bid that allowed us to work with additional groups after the original Roka group. And ultimately that will lead to a performance at the Tall Ships in Hartlepool in July. So all the groups will come together, all the families together in a celebration and, and a final performance there.
during the festival, we will be taking all the cohorts down to Hartlepool and we will be doing a performance at the marina. We're super excited about it. It's going to be really, really beautiful. There's no way to get across on this podcast the costumes, but they are so incredible and simple and the participants made them and it's going to be stunning. I'm just so pleased in terms of where we've come from and how it's landing and how enthusiastic people are and how inspirational, how powerful and inspirational it is. And I'm I'm just really keen that we continue to to build on on the work that we've done. And and I think the artists that we're working with, them leading on this has really helped us to deliver a fantastic program. And I'm I can't wait to see the performance at Tourships, if I'm honest, and see what happens next. I'd like to see this work come back and evolve with 4D. It'd be nice to continue with Sangini, and I think they're finding ways to do that um, because that was such a short spell. Like, I'm used to working in long-term projects, and I really enjoy working long-term. It's where I feel like you get the dig deeper and get the juice and really, like, you know, feel. Constance and I were talking a little bit about actually bringing the work more to the land and moving on the beach more because that's great that's lovely within marginalized communities there can sometimes be a barrier you know a perceived barrier to seascape spaces so we would like to continue to sort of break that barrier down through field trips and and whatever else we can scaffold together At the request of the groups themselves, the community dance sessions are going to go forward. You know, we'll be relying on funding, but they have asked that the sessions continue. In the case of FODI, their sessions are ongoing anyway. So that's a group that that has committed to um, supporting and facilitating a, a weekly dance class. So we are hoping that we can facilitate that in the two other areas, uh, Hartlepool and South Shields. In terms of the legacy, I definitely see as, as, you know, and I've talked to Susie about it just the other week around what could be the next phase. And we've done it along the coast. Is there opportunities to do similar sort of program at Washington Old Hall, at Gibside, at Crook Hall Gardens, and work with some of those city communities around Newcastle, Gateshead, Durham. And I think we haven't decided exactly what that will look like, but we're beginning to have the conversation. And I think that could be equally as exciting and, and powerful. And yeah, I'm really open to seeing what else we can achieve and continue to connect people in different ways with some of the most amazing places we have in the northeast. I feel amazing. I feel so connected to the sea. I come to this beach at, uh, for walk nearly every day before and never feel uh, the same as today, I am dancing on the beach. <laughs> and at first I was so shy and uh, couldn't imagine I can do that. And today I did it. <laughs> and so happy. It felt very liberating. It was wonderful. I just felt connected to the sand and the sea and in the moment, which is what Constance has um, encouraged us to, 
to do, to be and to breathe and to take it all in and to have fun. And I just want to do it all again. <laughs> and then run in the sea. <laughs> and be one with the sea. <laughs>